In January 1953, Joseph McCarthy began his second term as U.S. Senator from Wisconsin as the Republican Party regained control of the Senate. McCarthy was made chairman of the Committee on Government Operations. This included a permanent subcommittee that allowed McCarthy to continue communist investigations within the government. He appointed Roy Cohn as chief counsel and Bobby Kennedy as assistant. McCarthy's committee investigated the U.S. Army. They believed the Army Signal Corps at Fort Monmouth had been infiltrated. The investigation was largely fruitless. Then, the Army accused McCarthy of seeking special treatment for Private G. David Shine, a chief consultant and close friend of Cohn's. Shine had been drafted the previous year. The Senate decided that these conflicting charges should be investigated. South Dakota Republican Senator Carl Munt chaired the subcommittee. John G. Adams was the Army's counsel. Joseph Welch, special counsel. The hearings were telecast nationally on both ABC and the Dumont Network. 80 million people saw these hearings that lasted 36 days. They began on April 22nd. CBS Radio was there. The Luella Parsons program, sponsored by the makers of Luster Cream Shampoo, will not be heard tonight, so that CBS Radio can bring you the special broadcast which follows immediately. Good evening. This is Griffin Bancroft of CBS Radio News, recording in Washington. The fourth day of hearings in the McCarthy Army dispute opened this morning with the Army springing a surprise, which seemed to catch almost all concerned unawares. In this case, the Army's secret weapon was a photograph. Yesterday, Committee Counsel Jenkins had introduced a photograph obtained from the McCarthy Committee staff showing just Army Secretary Stevens and Private David Shine. The private, for whom Army spokesmen claim McCarthy and his aides sought special favors, and the private McCarthy claims the Army people used as a hostage to get his investigations called off. Well, the first picture showed just Stevens and Shine, but at the start today, the Army produced the photograph from which this segment had been cut, and it showed that originally it was a group picture, not one of just Stevens and Shine alone. So, in the still-crowded, high-ceiling caucus room in the Senate office building, the fourth day got underway with charges of doctored evidence. And here to tell you about today's hearings with recorded excerpts is my colleague, Bill Costello. In the slang of the vaudeville theater, today's hearing opened with a socko act. The calm of the hearing room was shattered when Attorney Welch, acting on behalf of Army Secretary Stevens, entered his objection to the photographic evidence produced yesterday. His plea was that it was offered after Stevens had said he had no recollection of having had his picture taken alone with Shine, and therefore had put the secretary in a bad light. At the time of its original introduction, the picture was a minor point designed to attack the credibility of Secretary Stevens' testimony. But before the morning was out, it became a major source of controversy. Here, Mr. Welch raised the subject. point of order is that Mr. Jenkins yesterday was imposed upon, and so was the Secretary of the Army, by having a doctored or altered photograph produced in this courtroom as if it were honest. This is a committee room, Mr. Welch. A committee room and produced as if it were honest. I have the photograph that was offered yesterday in evidence, and in respect to which Mr. Stevens was not only examined, but cross-examined. Early in the hearings, a photo of Private Shine was produced, 
with Joseph Welch accusing Roy Cohn of doctoring the image, supposedly to show Shine alone with Army Secretary Robert T. Stevens. Cohn and Shine both insisted the picture was unedited. Welch then produced a wider shot of Stevens and Shine with Colonel Jack Bradley and McCarthy aide Frank Carr. So that somebody could say to Stevens, were you not photographed alone with David Shine? This lie hurt McCarthy's side. He was photographed in a group. Mr. Jenkins, I would like to say with all my power, sir, I know you would never participate in a trick like this, but I suggest to you, sir, that you were imposed upon. I would like now to offer the picture that I have in my right hand as the original, undoctored, unaltered piece of evidence. Committee counsel Jenkins, who had every appearance of being taken aback by the Army's new photographic exhibit, lost no time in making his position clear, saying he had acted in complete good faith. On the heels of a demand from Senator McClellan that the second enlargement be properly introduced as evidence, Senator McCarthy reacted with an angry objection, and for a few minutes there was an uproar as Chairman Munt pounded vainly for order. Mr. Chairman, the point of order is this, that Mr. Welch, under the guise of making a point of order, has testified that a picture is doctored. I now have before me, and I may say this is the yesterday was the first time I saw either of these pictures, the picture that was introduced yesterday, the one Mr. Welch puts in today, he makes a completely false statement, so this is a group picture. It is not. McCarthy was quickly losing steam and allies. His policies were turning up little evidence. His list of 200 known communists never materialized. And this turn of attention to the army was a political gamble. It wouldn't work, and later would cost McCarthy his position in the Senate. Now, Mr. Chairman, do I have the floor or do I not? The council says it's not a order, and it's not a point of order. The council says it's not a point of order. Oh, be quiet. Mr. Chairman, I haven't the slightest intention of being quiet.